Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with Tony and I here on Plan with the Tax Man. That's Tony Morrow. Of course, he's the tax man. And, and you can find him online at yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. Maybe you came here through a newsletter or email blast or whatever the case might be. Make sure you check him out at the website, yourplanningpros.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, Plan with the Tax Man, on whatever platform you like to use. We got a fun show today. We're going to talk about things we, uh, well, planning for things that we cannot predict how we go about doing that. So we're going to get into that in just a second. But Tony, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm fantastic. Uh, you know, very cold here. <laughs> yeah. In the Midwest. A little chilly. Right at the moment. Yeah, a little chilly. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, getting ready to start tax season. It's that time of year. Yeah, it is. We are in early February. We're dropping this podcast. So, uh, yeah, I imagine you are going to be ramping up here pretty quickly for the next couple of months. So, yeah, you stay yeah. busy and uh, and rocking and rolling. So we'll we'll get into this and, and knock it out today for you. Uh, you know, taxes is actually on my list, so we're going to talk about that. So it's appropriate uh, for planning for things that we can't predict. Because Tony, we all know, right? Life is certainly unpredictable. Murphy's law, whatever you want to kind of roll with. There's always something, you know, the unknowns that just come out of nowhere. And and when it comes to retirement planning, like I've joked with many advisors and you and I, I think I've even talked about this. If we all came like stamped with an expiration date, you could make like the most awesome retirement plan, right? That's right. <laughs> if you knew when we were going to pass away, if we knew down to the minute, you know, you could make a perfect plan. Well, but we don't know that, right? There's a lot of things we cannot predict for. Uh, and account for. So let's talk about some of these. As an advisor, I talk to different people all across the country, and they all say the same thing a lot, that people will find out what they do for a living, and they'll go, hey, when do you think the next market crash is going to be? Do you get that? Yeah, I get it all the time. I've gotten it lately, you know, with kind of this uh, rocky January that yeah, you know, the markets true. have kind of had, you know, mm -hmm. bouncing all over the place. And, you know, everybody's starting to ask, you know, is, is this the next 2008, 2009? And of course, my answer is, well, to all these questions we're going to talk about is I have no idea. And, but I don't think anybody does. Right. One, I mean, there's a lot of news. A lot of people make money off of talking about it, but I don't really think that they know uh, for sure because otherwise, uh, you know, they, they would have everybody beat. But sure. It well, really is, there's indicators, right? I mean, we, we have yeah. market history, but I think that's the confusing thing about this one, Tony, is, is, we're talking 12 years here of a bull run. I mean, yes, we've had some dips, but no prolonged downturn in over 12 years. No, I mean, basically not, you know, just little dips here and there. So they've had all toss kinds the of history out the on. window, right? Cause that's, yeah, you that's, toss that out. Yeah. That, and I think so, that's where it confuses people. I think so. And I, I think that the, the gist of it is, is, you know, people for the most part need to uh, stay the course uh, mm -hmm. on what they're doing with their advisor uh, and, and, you know, you got to keep invested, of course, mm -hmm. yeah. because that's the only way, you know, time, time is going to help you. You know, if you're trying to time things, I mean, studies have been done. I think we've talked about it before. You know, you miss the, the best so many days and, and what it does to your returns. And so, you know, generally, uh, I, I would say I don't want to sound nonchalant about it and say it really doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. But but it should. Um, right. In a way, I'm like, don't you want to be able to retire in any market in any economy? Isn't that, I, I think so. Isn't that the I, goal? I think you want to. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that is the goal. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that if you've got a good enough plan, mm -hmm. then, you know, it, 
you're going to weather these types of things when they happen. Right. Uh, depending on where you're at and how close you are. Sure. And and that's the that's yeah. the hiccup, right? That's the great unknown. We are always. I mean, if you were if you were 57, 58, 59 in 2008, it was not good, right? I mean, that, not good. You didn't have time horizon. Now, if you were 50, it still wasn't great, but at least you had maybe let's say 17 years from 50 to 67 to recover. Well, we've had 12 years of a bull run since then, so you probably have recovered nicely from the 0809 down turn, right? So it's time horizon, it's all these kinds of things, but you got to have a good strategy or plan to weather any market because if you live long enough in retirement, typically, Tony, what do we see, five years or so, and we have these ebbs and flows, it's typically like a five-year um, cycle, I guess they call it. Yeah, it's, I mean, mostly cycles, five to seven years, yeah, yeah. you know, and you're, you're going to see something, hopefully, you know, if you're close to retirement right now, you mm-hmm. know, you've got your plan in place where it's more conservative right. and yeah. it, you know, it's, it's not going to feel a lot of the effects if something, you know, prolonged happens for right. a, a you know, length of time. But again, it goes back to, uh, you got to have the plan. <laughs> right. You got to monitor right. it. You know, right. we, we've yeah, talked exactly. about it before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, you're going to, the key here, we're going to talk about this one. things we can't predict is we're going to be living a little while, hopefully in retirement, God willing. Right. So therefore you're going to see a number of things come and go and you want to be able to weather those, whatever the case might be. So when's the next market crash going to happen? Who knows? As the uh, old joke with advisor goes, you know, advisors go, nobody has a crystal ball. And if they do, it doesn't work. So it doesn't work. you yeah. got to just have a good strategy in place and you do the best you can. And then you let that plan flow and adapt and change to what's happening in the world. And also thinking about the market crash or any kind of market downturn, typically that's going to be your later money, hopefully anyway. The way you've got a plan structured and set up is that's going to be your later money, which does give you some of that time to maybe recover. So that's the first one on things we can't predict or planning for things we can't predict. The second one, Tony, is healthcare costs. Now, these next three I have, uh, just like the market one, does have those indicators and that historical stuff, but that's kind of been out the window because it's been so crazy. And, of course, the pandemic and the feeding of the government money has is, is kind of changed all those parameters. These next three that I want to wrap up with and I want to do for the podcast, I think there are some more... Uh, tried and true indicators that say what may happen with these. But even so, you still want to have a good strategy. So we're going to talk about that. So let's go to healthcare costs. What's it going to look like in the next 20 years? I think it's a safe bet, do you, to say they're they're going up. Everything's going, going up. up. Every, exactly. Everything. I mean, name something that goes down. Because <laughs> I, I certainly don't know. I mean, there right. isn't, isn't much. Even, Not my even, waistline, you know, that's for sure. Yeah. The... I mean, even, you know, pre-pandemic, you know, healthcare costs were high. And uh-huh. there, as we start living longer uh, and, and many people are already there, you know, it, it's got to be higher because, you know, they're, they're just taking care of uh, so long. And right. We're living longer. Yeah. We're just, we're just living longer mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I, I think in your own financial picture, I think you've got to not only budget for what you're currently paying, but add some in for these inevitable increases in your healthcare costs, because not only the cost going up, but obviously the easy one is as you age, you know, generally you need more care. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the body, the, the, the machine starts kind of breaking down a bit. I mean, it's, uh, it's got to, it has to go up. We're living longer. Um, the costs for everything are more exorbitant, right? And it's continuing yeah. to stay that way. And yeah, maybe we have some things that, you know, come into place. But I think the safe bet is, and here's the thing, Tony, we're talking general health care. We didn't even talk about long-term care, right? No. Yeah, uh, just every, I just saw something. Every 65 seconds, somebody is diagnosed with Alzheimer's in this country. Every 65 seconds. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and it, 
that's that's really hefty care. That's really hefty care. And and there's so many uh, seniors, you know, that are starting to get diagnosed with that. My dad's real worried about that. He's 80, you know, oh, and, yeah. and it, it runs in his family. Okay. And, you know, as we get older, of course, you know, he's all worried because, you know, at 80, you can't remember what you did when you were 30, even though you don't have Alzheimer's. And, right. you know, it's he is funny to talk about. It. But, you know, many, many uh, are very worried about that. And if, you know, most are like him, they say, you know, they don't, they don't want to go in a home. They, they just, they don't want that at all, but. Right. So um, plan, start structuring, right. So that you can yeah. hopefully deal with that. And that's the big miscommunication uh, is it's not only the avoidance of it, but then think about what happens to the other person, right? So if you're, you know, right. if you're married uh, and you do pass or you do go into long-term care first, it's often the second, the, the uh, second member of the family, the spouse that suffers, whether it's the man or the woman that, that winds up with the long-term care event, the other person's retirement can be greatly altered if it depletes those funds. Yeah. I, we, we have an employee who works for us that that just happened mm-hmm. about uh, six months ago. Mm-hmm. And he, he had to uh, quit because he, you know, he's not that old. You know, he's uh, 75 mm-hmm. and you know, his wife had uh, started going downhill. And so if he finally had to put her into a home because she has such severe dementia. Mm. And so, I mean, literally within a year, it, it kind of turned his retirement really completely upside down. Yeah, And so now not only has he kind of lost his spouse because she doesn't know who he is and right. dealing with all of that right. is uh, the financial burden. Sure. They didn't from the old school, you know, they didn't have long-term care. And so they had to put her in a, a different unit. It, it, long story short, you know, it's just not good that, you know, and, so for the younger people out there, definitely start planning. And even um, if you're older, right? Don't keep yeah. waiting. Don't wait another day. Nope. What's the old saying? Uh, when's the best time to plant a tree? Twenty years ago. When's the second right. best time? Today, right? To now, yeah, yeah, right, right now. So okay. So healthcare costs—they're probably going up. Make sure you're addressing it. Don't do the ostrich thing. Don't put your head in the sand and just not talk about it because that's certainly going to be a recipe for disaster a little later on. So I mentioned taxes earlier, right, Tony? Obviously, this is your heavy tax season. You're getting started. Uh, Again, like I said, God willing, we're going to live for a while in retirement, and we're going to see administrations come and go. So what's the tax rates going to look like three presidents from now? Well, who the heck knows? But the indicators are pretty darn good that they have to go up uh, here pretty soon. I certainly don't think anyone would would be on uh, the side of the fence saying, well, we might see them go down. I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so either. I think his, you know, and everybody loves low taxes. Who doesn't? Doesn't matter what what political affiliation. It might get you in the office, but it can't stay yeah. that way. Yeah, you know, it can't stay that way forever. You know, if if you really dig down into the numbers, uh, you know, the government even lately, you know, with them spending so much money with the COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. but before that, you know, the previous administration, you know, taxes are very low. People like that, but. Frankly, the, you know, the government can't pay for its own business, you know, that it runs. Right. And, yep. You know, they, they do, you know, print money and do a lot of things. But eventually, I got to think taxes have to go up. They try as politicians to kind of sneak them in. So it's not just what they call a tax hike, you know, and right. Because uh, that, that doesn't win elections, I think. But it has to be done at some point. And I think for us, especially as we enter retirement, we have to make sure that we're taking that into account because. Uncle Sam's got their hand out for, you know, a little bit of every dollar we take. And exactly. So well, think to make sure we're planning. Yeah. Think about this, Tony. And I'm sure, and obviously, you know, this, we'll share this with our listeners, but we we have a $30 trillion in debt, right? And you go check out the debt clock. You can see we're at $30 trillion. Well, there's $40 trillion in retirement accounts out there. 
right? And they got a big giant bullseye on those, right? We've seen a lot of changes already because Uncle Sam wants those tax dollars. And a lot of that is in something like, you know, traditional 401ks or IRAs where it's been deferred. And they're yeah. waiting. They're they got their hand out, or they're going to start taking it. They're going to start. Yes. And I don't want to be too inflammatory, but we like the stretch IRA, for example, right? That rule change is yeah. you know, kind of forcing us to pay that tax sooner than than versus stretching that out. And that's right, and that's the kind of things they do. Some some of those types of strategies where that's not as mainstream as just coming on, you know, and saying, you know, we're raising taxes on everybody. Sorry, right? right. We got we got a pair of bills. But yeah, they, they try to eliminate stuff that they feel is uh, too, you know, you know anti-tax or uh, you know that defers them collecting, and mm-hmm. that does affect us as investors. And so I think that you know, again, we got to keep our eye on that and plan properly. Well, as a, as a tax professional, like to your point, the rate that we're in right now, which is why so many people have been saying, hey, do is a conversion right for me? Should I start moving some of this tax deferred money and, and paying the taxes now while I know what the rate is? Yeah. And generally, we kind of been talking about that with a lot of clients over the last two, three years mm-hmm. is, you know, possibly starting that and showing them the benefits of what that could look like. And of course, what it costs them in taxes now versus the long-term savings, and right. a lot of times, uh, you know, it, it's quite a bit. It's assuming that they're around and whatnot. But I gotta, I gotta think that you know, with with the traditional IRAs and and the four hundred one ks, so much money is is there with that IOU to the government. Yeah, they're they're licking their chops on, <laughs> right. on that, right. amongst other things. Yeah. So but, strategize, uh, right? Strategize about tax efficiency now, as well as even what you think might you might be looking at leaving it, you know, to heirs or whatever the case is. So we again, we can't predict these things, Tony, but we can try to plan with knowledge that we have today and be as efficient as possible. That's it, and keep monitoring. Yep, that's yep. What you monitor, do. ebb, and flow. Uh, that is the case for sure. Because again, you know, hopefully we're going to live long enough. We're going to go through some things. And, and if they do nothing, the taxes will change in 26. They'll sunset uh, and they'll revert back to what they were during the Obama administration. If they, right. you know, if not between now and then something may get done. I mean, I saw California is considering uh, trying to get something, that, you know, pushing through, you know, 15% as the state income tax. And we wonder why so many businesses are, and people are moving to places like Tennessee and Texas and Florida, right? Exactly. 15%? I was just out in California. Yeah. I was visiting, I was out there for a conference, but visiting some wineries. And of course, all, you know, the wine owners, you know, are complaining. Yes. Sure. Californians do, you know, I, they're, I always call them, you know, they're, they're uh, farmers at heart really. Sure. And, right. you know, the, the taxes are high out there. It's, oh, it's yeah. a lot to live and Brutal. some of them even say, you know, once, once I retire and, and sell this, I'm going to move somewhere where, you know, the taxes aren't so high. And I, yep. I think you're right. These high tax states, Iowa being one of them, I was in the top 13, I think. Okay. Okay. Uh, you yeah. know, and, and the government here right now is trying to trying to reduce and eliminate the state tax because they want to try to keep people there. I don't know how we're going to pay for it, but right. Yeah. I, to try, and and know, of course, that hopefully attracts other people. And right, yeah, I mean, because right. you think about that, let's say, you know, if you're in the even in the current federal rate, let's say you're in that 22 or 24 percent tax bracket and you're in California and they pass that. Well, now you're adding 15 onto your 24. Now you're at 39 percent for your state and federal. But then if the feds do go up, you know, even if it sunsets and you go back into that 28 percent tax bracket, right? right? Now you're at 28 and 15, right? So, yeah. I mean, now you're looking at, uh, what is that, uh, 43, you know, 43%? Yeah, so, I mean, that's hefty. Um, I, I saw, Tony, and I'll move on to the next one here real quick. I saw an old episode of a Twilight Zone. Um, remember the, the, old t- the old classic TV show, right? Oh, yeah. 
And it was an episode where uh, a couple had a uh, pawn shop and they had a uh, they found a, a bottle and of course they it wound up being a genie in the bottle, right? And they asked for a million dollars. And, uh, you know, they got the million dollars from the genie and they started giving some of the money away. They were super happy. People coming to their pawn shop. Well, one of the people that came to the pawn shop was the IRS. The tax mm-hmm. man came. Right. And he said, uh, yo, it's nine hundred thousand dollars. Well, this was in 1960. So if you go back and look and you think, wow, nine hundred thousand dollars on a million dollars, that's 90 percent. Well, the tax rates were at one point ninety percent. Yes, they were. Right. Yeah, if you go back and look at the charts, yep. Mind boggling. So and so, uh, you know, basically they lose all the money. They wind up getting this million dollars. Basically, they give it all away or they give it to the taxes. They're left with five bucks because typically the Twilight Zone had some sort of moral, right? Yeah. And uh, and the genie says to him at the end, he says, "Well, you didn't ask for the money to be tax free." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good one. Right. So Roths, you know, Roth conversions. These are yes. why those conversations have been very popular right now is to start. It's not tax free, but the, the account is because you're paying the taxes now versus paying it later. So maybe that is right for you. That's a way that you can plan for things that we, quote unquote, can't predict. Um, final one, Tony, longevity. I, I just uh, we you know, I just attended a, my uncle's funeral yesterday. He was 85. Uh, but for the most part, the men in my family don't make it that long. My uh, brother died at 57. My father at 63. My grandfather at 60. Right. So typically the males of my family don't live that long. So if I just go off of indicators and historic in a family history, I don't think I'm going to see much past my late 60s or early 70s. However, I'm not planning financially for that because I don't want to be 85 and have no money. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I think, and we talk about this a lot with clients and I, I like to talk about it uh, time and it would be so nice, as you said, in, in the beginning, if we all had a pink slip and we knew when the end was, <laughs> right. you know, and, and how would, would kinda, we live our life? It would kind of suck, right? You, you had yeah, this, would be this stamp on you because you'd feel like you're yeah. always under pressure to get something done. But at the same time, you could be a heck of a motivator. Could be a heck of a motivator unless it was tomorrow, you know, <laughs> True. and, uh, but you know, if you knew that, obviously you'd probably live your life differently. Right. And you know, you, you, you could plan exactly what you need to do. I think you need, you know, obviously we don't have that and we need to plan anyway, but I think going back to even retirement, I think people mm-hmm. don't look at it correctly, you know? And so if the typical man lives, you know, eight to 80, let's say, mm-hmm. and, you know, most of us are going to retire at 65 ish to 70. You're only really living less than maybe 20% of your life doing what you want on your terms, you know, living the life the way you want. Right. Yeah. And the whole other 80 has been, you know, learning, working, and dealing Growing, with life. Building, and, yep. mm-hmm. You know, and, and boy, that, that's just reversed. It'd be so nice if it was the other way around. You there know, is. there's, somehow a, you there's could, a great quote from a great uh, short story, a little short little uh, thing from George Carlin, the uh, legendary comedian who's, who's since passed away, talked about when I, when I come back, he says, I want to live my life in reverse. In and, reverse. He, and he goes through and, and kind of explains it out. And it's really kind of quite funny. Uh, take a look, look it up on, uh, online if you'd like folks, but it's really pretty funny, but that's a great point, right? So you, we, we have these family indicators, but they're not the be all end all, especially with the technology. Like we said, things exactly. we're living longer. Now the brain, if you go back to the long-term care, we're keeping the body healthier longer. We're still having some trouble figuring out the brain section so far, but, uh, yeah. either way, right. You gotta, you've got to plan because again, also with the spouse component, Tony, like, you know, my, my, again, my male family history says I might pass away early. Well, if I go blowing all the money or my wife and I go hog wild and then I'm wrong, or even if I'm right, I've left her with nothing. Right. Yeah. And so I, I think that goes back to 
not only with, you know, planning with, with your advisor, but, you know, also planning with your, with your spouse and your mm-hmm. loved ones about what's going to happen. Should these things come about? I know my wife and I, you know, both have uh, a life book and we, we talk about it a lot. You know, if, if something happens to one of us, uh, what the other one's going to do to keep them going and whatnot. But I don't think, I don't think most people that I talk to give any thought to that outliving, you know, the life expectancies, even though maybe the indicators, you know, show otherwise. Right. And then I, I'm finding a lot of people seeming, you know, you ask them, well, when's it, when's it time to call it quits? And they just say, well, I don't know. I don't know. And I said, it's like, well, have you ever thought about that? It's a deep subject and you can get into a lot of, a lot of different avenues with it, but. I think people need to start taking a look. At least penciling it in, right? Start thinking about, uh, because a lot of us wind up, we just, sometimes we just are reactionary through life, right? Versus proactive, right? We just kind of react to the things that are happening to us versus, you know, planning ahead. And and planning is tough, right? Sometimes as humans, we, because, you know, best laid plans, right? A lot of times they go awry. But when it comes to your retirement and things of that nature, we, we've got to at least get some of these things and some of these structures in place to help mitigate and make things easier. And of course, that's why you, you know, that's why you have a career, right? That's why you do what you do. So folks, if you've yeah. got some questions on how to plan for things that you can't quite predict, well, there are ways to still strategize. So make sure that you reach out to Tony, have a conversation. If you find yourself in this kind of uh, area right now, and you're thinking about a lot of things with life, stop by the website, yourplanningpros.com. That's your plan planningpros.com to have a conversation and a consultation. You can get on the calendar that way. You can subscribe to the podcast through the website as well, whatever platform you like to use, Apple, Google, Spotify, so on and so forth. Plan with the tax man. And of course, Tony's been doing this for 20 plus years. He's an EA and a CFP, so a great resource for you to tap in. Tony, thanks thanks for hanging out. We went a little long today, so I'll I'll wrap it on up, but thanks for spending some time with me today. You bet. We'll talk to you uh, next time. Yeah, we'll see you next time. It's going to be a little after uh, Valentine's Day, so we're dropping this one uh, about a week or so before the Super Bowl. So if you're a football fan, enjoy that. And we'll catch you in a couple of weeks here on Plan with the Tax Man. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, SM. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.